This is the Made of Savannah podcast, a captivating place to tell stories of the vibrant and charming lifestyle, culture, history, and most importantly, people that make Savannah what it is, truly extraordinary. A new episode is just moments away. Welcome to the Made of Savannah podcast. I'm your host, Dee Daniels, and I'm so excited to welcome my next guest. This is a bonus episode, so you are in for a treat. Uh, the executive director of Tybee Island Marine Science Center, Chantal Odron, is my guest. Um, Chantal, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here, taking some time. You guys have a big event coming up this weekend, and so I'm excited to talk about it. The 16th annual Tybee Turtle Trot 5K Beach Run. If you make that name any longer, it will not fit on a shirt. I'm just kidding. I'm telling you, even like the ending of our email address is tybeemarinescience.org. We have a lot to say. Yeah, always. Yes. And very wordy. And 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 <laughs> rightfully so that you have a lot to say. Um, you have so many wonderful things going on. I had the wonderful opportunity to uh, check out your brand new facility not long after it opened. And I love it. It is beautiful. You have to be so proud of that. So proud because we came from such, you know, humble grassroots beginning um, on the south end of the island we were in an old police station with no windows and sunlight and so here we are in the north end of the island you know like the beverly hillbillies we struck oil and we moved up in a u-haul and it's the same team and we're just so very proud um and we have a view of the atlantic and the savannah river um converging so we couldn't be luckier it's our residents noticed our our um our um permanent residents at the science center. There's only five of them and they all uh, got quite the upgrade as well. So we are all very grateful. Oh, it's such a beautiful location. Um, I, I mean, you know, I, I keep thinking about, uh, the night that we were there and it was for one of the Savannah chamber events and man, I mean, the, it was sunset time. I mean, it's just like, wow, we could not be, uh, here at a better time. And I was just so grateful that we were, we were doing it, but you guys are, are, are doing so many things. And, and of course this weekend being the 16th annual Tybee turtle trot, I want to talk a little bit about, about that. So it kicks off Saturday morning, this Saturday at eight o'clock. It's, it's, if you're just going to watch, it's an all day event you guys have a lot going on during the day so you you can go pretty much any time you can we're going to be celebrating sea turtles all weekend long on tybee because it is that kickoff of our sea turtle nesting season and so it's incredibly important to us to show everyone how excited we are for the beginning of this season and so we have events planned at the science center all weekend to celebrate the kickoff so we bought a sea turtle outfit. We are ready to roll and be educational and cheesy and have a little fun teaching about our sea turtles. Oh, I love it. And I can't think of a better time because uh, this we're kicking off. Let me make sure I get the date right. Sea turtle nesting season starts May 1st. May 1st, just around the corner. Oh such an exciting time for you guys. It is. um, So it is our field season. It's our research season. Um, We are all biologists at the Science Center at various levels. And so we're nerds. Uh, We like to be out in the field and we somehow um, have been able to remain children and get muddy and sandy uh, in our work week. And so we're very grateful to be getting up early with the sun to start looking for our incoming nesting sea turtle mothers. So that starts in May. 
uh, ordinarily in the south of Georgia. So we are the northernmost island and our nest usually comes towards the end of May. Oh, I did not know so that. So we always have a waiting game. It starts from the south and radiates up. So Cumberland is always fighting to be the first nest uh, in the state. And um, yeah, so we're at the northernmost end and we usually get it a little bit later in the season. Last week, we all went to our headquarters, which is uh, the Department of Natural Resources. Each of our barrier islands, there are 14 in Georgia, have our own sea turtle cooperative. Mm -hmm. And so ours is the Tybee Sea Turtle Project. And we all met. We call ourselves Turtle Folk. And we went to meet with our leader, Mark Dodd, and he is our sea turtle biologist for the state. We all gave our guesses of how many nests we think we'll see this year. Oh, that's fun. And our expectations of the year, which were funny ones, like uh, an ATV is going to break down. Uh, during a necropsy, we're going to smell some great disgusting smells. So they were varying. <laughs> um, mine had to do a lot with tourism and no parking um, here on Tybee. So all of us have varying issues on our islands, but all turtle folk, all excited for the season. It was the nerdiest, most happy meeting I have ever been to because we are pumped to start. I'm so sure that, that that's a right. I'm just picturing you guys doing like uh like nesting bingo and, and that sort of thing. That's, yeah. I mean, we all had out. to get, uh, give our guests. And so last year there were four over 4,000 nests in the state. So very impressive for a 90 mile coastline and every, uh, our trends show if we have a really good year, we're going to come down on the next year. So we all shot low, but the winner wins a hog tooth necklace. Like these are the <laughs> kinds of prizes we give each other. And so, yeah, we're, we're very jazzed for the beginning to start. I love that. That's so good. Now I'm assuming it's probably, uh, is it too late for people to participate in the turtle trial this weekend? It isn't. Okay. So we allow um, you to register even the day of. Oh, so wow. if you come in the morning at 730, you can uh, sign up. You're not guaranteed a t-shirt, but we did buy extra so that nice. everyone can get a t-shirt. So you can still sign up on the day of the race. Good. Because I had a friend who said, I'm, I really want to go for the T-shirt. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's going to be a big, big deal, obviously. I love how much um, protection you guys give with the turtles and just how much education, how much awareness. I, I love how you you really try to get out and sort of get the word out as far as like what to do during nesting season. It's so important. Um, you guys have a ton of volunteers who go out and, and watch during this time. And then when they find a nest, it's also very protected. So you might see a setup where there's like some tape around it, right? You got it. So every morning at dawn, our a dune or our dawn patrol goes out on the beach and we have a, a volunteer base of about a hundred individuals on the island and we are looking for tracks and those tracks are pretty distinct. Um she's a heavy female. Mm -hmm. She is four hundred pounds and so a living dinosaur, a loggerhead sea turtle. And so her impression in the sand is very obvious. When it's a larger species like a leatherback, they almost look like monster tire trucks. So oh, wow. We're looking for those tracks on the high tide, so the dry sand on the beach. We walk the tide line so that we're viewing um, all that we need to. And so we're going to mark that nest. And from that point, we are taking data on that nest so that we know when it's going to hatch. And then we continue to uh, monitor the nest with um, nest sitting. So 
once we are which in, is like babysitting it's a hundred percent babysitting okay. um yeah and a little low maintenance and you know tybee's tybee so i'm sure that there's a um a volunteer that snuck a, a beer while they've been hanging <laughs> How could out you not? um because yeah, you're on the beach, right. and and the likelihood of it, it boiling while you're there is very low. But our presence alone really reduces predation. Predation was not something we had to worry about on Tybee historically. Um, even though I've seen one nest completely um, eaten by fire ants, and Whoa, so really the predator predator rate is really high wow. for a sea turtle egg. We always say an egg is a hot commodity in nature. Yes. We all probably had eggs this morning. It's very nutritious and it's food that can't run away from you. Right. And so for a fire ant or a colony, it's a, a great gift. And for the first time this year, we had coyotes. So oh my goodness. There was a, a good um, GPB special about the mother coyotes teaching their pups how to swim to barrier islands to access this food Whoa. source because there's a hundred eggs in each nest and the mother comes in every two weeks so um just like i mentioned we have four thousand uh, nests in the state last year um that's a lot of eggs yeah no doubt yeah. and i have so many questions um first of all you mentioned boiling yes so is that when they're hatching yeah, so the first sign that we'll see, so a, a nest will incubate 50 to 70 days. And so that is our nesting window. And there is um, a moment where the nest will settle and it starts to drop. At that moment, we know that the boil is about to happen. And the hatchlings are all hormonally kind of communicating with each other. And they'll take um, a temperature drop, which um, happens at night. And so we see it a lot overnight. And they all communicate to one another and they have a huge hormonal boost that will give them the energy to exit the two foot nest. And they're the size of the palm of your hand, a big kind of strawberry, if you will, and only 16 grams. So very light. Um, we always say like a Pringles potato chip. And they're going to use that energy to get out into the Atlantic Ocean and not wow. just stop once they hit the shoreline. They have a three-day swim, an incredible species that has an enormous amount of um, resilience, in my opinion. You and I have um, frontal lobes. We're awesomely mammals, but that gives us memories and emotions, and they are completely DNA-driven. They're innate with their actions, and so they know exactly what to do. And they use the magnetite in their skull to help them kind of calibrate to the magnetic fields in the ocean so that they have some sort of direction. But they swim to the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, only nourished from what the egg gave them. And it's incredible. So the boil is a really special point that not a lot of researchers get to see. Um, but it's quite special to see a hundred brothers and sisters kind of all boiling wow. out of the nest. Oh, I'm so sure. Mm -hmm. That's unbelievable. And also what I got from the story was uh, hormones do not get enough credit. So let's just say it's people, everything in nature. <laughs> Come on. You've got it. I mean, that is like fueling the whole thing, communicating. Mm -hmm. And then they're like three day swim. It's yeah. just unbelievable. Yeah, and it drops as they're going across the sand. So it's peaks as they're coming out of the nest, drops as they're going across the sand. And the moment the water hits them, it peaks again. Wow. Yeah, it's an incredible um, range of hormones that yeah are the catalyst of everything for them. That's so cool. And us, you know, there's awesome 
whale stories, how we have the same hormones between mother and calf as a a human mother and baby. So yeah. And I I watched a a documentary on that not that long ago. And they were talking about one of the, they were just talking about that relationship and how just spectacular that communication is. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's, it's on a level that I think we just do not we overthink it yeah. with our human it's kind true. of brains. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we need to be a little more innate and autopilot. Right. Yeah. We overthink Just let it, happen. it. Yeah. Let go. Yeah. That's a, that's a good lesson. <laughs> it's good advice, but no it, it, yeah, I like to say I follow that, but I, I am a human. So. We, we, we try, uh, but you've got good examples in your line of work. Exactly. No doubt about it. Um, so I, obviously if you're going to Tybee this weekend, you want to go and check out some of the wonderful events that are going on. Uh, if you go to, uh, Instagram and check out Tybee Island Marine Science Center. You'll see a lot of those events as well as their website. Um, I do want to mention though, too, when they go and check out the new facility, that's just gorgeous. There are so many things to learn that will they see, because I'm pretty sure I met Ike. Yeah. Okay. Well, is so Ike still? There? Ike okay. is unfortunately off premise right now okay. for the very first time in our history. Um, Ike ran into the side of his tank and has a little teeniest fracture on the tip of his shoulder. So he is down in Jekyll right now at the Georgia Sea Turtle Center getting a smaller tank. So um, it can often happen to sea turtles as they're flapping. Um, And so it's an injury that he thought might have not even been when he ran into the side of the tank. So the vet down at the Georgia Sea Turtle Center, um, who was founded by Dr. Norton, who is a really close colleague. the vet at the South Carolina Aquarium, Dr. Boyle, just took over the program down there. So Ike is in good hands. We are trusting biologists and vets make very best friends because we have uh, our niche in the whole big kind of scope. So we are trusting he is in the right place. We miss him. Everyone misses him coming through the front door. So I just received video from the staff at Georgia Sea Turtle Center because they know we are these turtle folk. And we'll um, have those up on the screen uh, for Ike's tank and so that you can at least feel like he's there. But our newest marine debris ambassador is what we call our education turtles. Westy will be there. And so Westy's the baby of the house and he's uh, an awesome individual. So we don't know if they're male or female at this point. And so Westy um, is our newest education turtle, but a great specimen from uh, Asaba Island. So the first non-Tybee turtle at the Science Center but we love him all the same. So he's named after Sandy West, an awesome conservationist down on Asaba, who just passed away in the last couple of years. So we're very privileged to honor someone so important to the Georgia coast. No doubt about it. Well, I hope everyone checks out uh, the the big events going on this weekend. It's going to be a great, great time uh, and a great time to learn. Bring your kids, you know, and just soak it all in because it's going to be great. Now, if you want to hear about all of the other things that go on at the Tybee Island Marine, Science Center, like hmm, jellyfish and snakes and all kinds of things. Um, we're going to talk about that in our summer series. You're going to come back and spend uh, a little bit longer with us and kind of go in depth because the summertime is certainly the hot time for Tybee and everyone is uh, excited about beach time and learning oh, yeah. and there's so many great things to learn. So Thank you very much. We're going to see you this weekend. Absolutely. I know it's going to be a big time. Thank you so much. We'll also have on uh, programming at the Science Center a lot of Westie feeding. So we'll, you'll get to see our sea turtle 
hatchling eat um, some meals for the public. And we have started to give him little crabs as snacks. So it's fun to see him hunt and go into those natural mechanisms. And then we're also going to have our turtle costume and doing sea turtle selfies. (laughs) And and then always our artifacts out on the program cart so that we can show you what a leatherback flipper looks like. We can put the shell of a sea turtle on your back for a cool pick. That's so cool. Yeah. I'm I'm most excited about seeing uh seeing him eat because well I say him, I know we don't know. Right. But I'm most excited because I was for sure they were doing sea wolf hot dogs, but maybe not. Okay. We we make it in-house. They're gel and they are probably healthier than I as I eat the sea wolf hot dogs. But I love it. Um, But perhaps I shouldn't eat hot dogs every day. Um, But yes, it's kale, carrot, shrimp, squid, fish, way more multivitamins that that most of our staff take. So incredibly healthy uh, sea turtles that we are going to be releasing back in the ocean and ike is still going to be released at the end of the summer so his vet has assured us that the powerhouse of the flipper is not the bone it is the muscle in that flipper and he'll be ready to roll still at the end of the summer out in the ocean all right well everybody's going to check it out this weekend and uh we appreciate you taking some time and looking forward to having you back in the summer thank you for having me Thanks to our sponsors, McManamy Jackson and Hollis, First Coast Mortgage, and Spectrum Printing and Marketing. So you visited Savannah a few glorious times, and you're thinking about making the big move? Great decision. You already live in Savannah, and it's time to upgrade. Fabulous idea. You're a business owner looking to expand. Well, good thing we've rounded up a few partners who are experts in walking you through every step of your journey. When it comes to shopping real estate, you will be pleasantly served like a VIP at a fancy cocktail party at Corcoran Austin Hill Realty, 251 Bull Street in historic Savannah. Not only are they the home of our podcast studios, but they've been serving Savannah since 1978. Deep roots and decades of experience. And that pairs pretty perfectly with a global network. Corcoran Austin Hill Realty, home of the Made Up Savannah podcast, location gallery, and genuine real estate professionals, CorcoranAHR.com. So go ahead and share this podcast with a friend, family member, coworker, neighbor, area business owner. You get the picture. If you have an intriguing Savannah story to tell or know someone who does, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram at Made of Savannah. You can subscribe on any of your favorite platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, and many more. Thanks for listening to Made of Savannah. The welcome mat is always out. (laughs) 